Well, it is great to be with all of you this morning. It is always my pleasure to be able to be up in front and to uh, to speak to all of you. Um, I think I'm good. Am I good? Good? Okay. Oh, there I I am good. All right. Um, it's always good to be with you. It's always good to be up in front, uh, to be able to kind of share with you uh, the hearts of uh, our youth ministry and what's going on in the lives of our students. And tomorrow, this morning is really a great time for us to celebrate our students, to celebrate the culmination of a lot of hard work, uh, the culmination of a lot of time and energy and effort, not only from our graduates, but from their parents and from their families and their grandparents and siblings. Uh, it takes a lot to get students to this point. And so uh, this is always a great Sunday for us to, to celebrate those uh, young people that are honestly at this point getting ready to move into young adulthood, getting ready to move into to, uh, another chapter of their life. And so uh, just like most things in our life, we often celebrate as we turn a page and move into a new season of life, a new chapter, we get to celebrate that. And so this morning is just another opportunity for us to do that. Um, as the, you know, uh, starting July 1st, I will uh, have been here for seven years, uh, which is just fantastic. I uh, love being the youth pastor here. Uh, it's such a blessing to uh, be able to work with students every single day, week in and week out. Uh, this past, uh, actually yesterday, this past Saturday, we had a, a district event here, uh, had over 100 students here to, to celebrate and have fun and, and do things together. And uh, it's always great to have that kind of energy and be together uh, in moments like that. Uh, the youth group is fantastic and have so many great young people in the hopper, kind of uh, growing up and, and, and becoming awesome young adults. And so we're excited to uh, see what God has in store for uh, our, our other high schoolers and our middle schoolers. And so uh, we're blessed to have a youth ministry here that focuses on uh, raising up the next generation. And uh, what an honor and a blessing it is as the youth pastor here to have a uh, kind of a firsthand role in that opportunity. So this morning, I would love for you to hear less of me and more from our students. And so uh, I'm going to uh, invite them up here. And uh, what we're going to do is I'm just going to interview them a little bit, help them to, uh, for you to help you to get to know them. And uh, we'll uh, discuss a little bit there. And then we've got our senior video for you to be able to watch as uh, parents speak blessing and prayer over their students' lives. So students, would you uh, come up here with me? Dallas, you want to grab that mic? Thank you, sir. Um, uh, this, uh, this group of graduates is uh, a really awesome group. Uh, there's, a few, there's a few graduates that were not able to be with us this morning, uh, had other obligations, uh, but uh, we are so excited to celebrate all of them. And so uh, to start off, I would just like to, for you to introduce yourself. So just what's your name, what high school did you attend, and what are your plans uh, after graduation? Uh, my on, 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 on. Yeah, my name is Dallas Wilson. I went to uh, Tremont High School, and uh, my plans afterwards are going to Midwest Technical Institute in East Peoria to study welding, or study welding, yeah. Um. My name is Clayton Brown, and I went to Tremont High School, and I plan to attend Olivet Nazarene University and study biochemistry. My name's Emma Wolf. Um, I'm going to, or I went to Pekin High School, and I'm going to Olivet Nazarene University to study special education. 
Hi, my name is Hannah Nash. I went to Tremont High School, and I will be going to Olivet Nazarene to study graphic design. Hi, my name is Kinsley Relaford. I graduated from being homeschooled. I'm going to Olivet Nazarene U University, and I'm studying communications. Awesome. Uh, so the next question I want to ask you is just, uh, who would you say has been the most influential person in your life, and why? There's been so many people that have invested in, in me in the past four years, like friends and family. But for me, it's definitely been my mom. She's always been there for me, and I don't know where I would be without her. Um, I'd probably also say my mom. Uh, having moved from kid, the secretary to the kid's own assistant to the kid's own pastor to women's pastor to Summit, it's been a big journey. It's honestly really cool to see how she's progressed in her faith and how like different the dynamics are in between each one. So just learning how to, she's taught me how to like control different situations and how to understand people from a different perspective. Um, I would definitely say my parents. Um, they've just always been there. They uh, taught me how to love Jesus, and I'm really grateful for that. For me, it's probably my dad. We started our faith journey together at a man camp, and he, seeing him grow has been very influential on in my life. My, I have couple but I'll choose I'll choose my parents uh, good choice Dallas. yeah good choice she's, she's sitting out there in the audience you better pick me huh? you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> as she no, should no, yeah as right? she should yeah. all right okay it's all right no she's she's always been there and I've said this up here before you know ever since we was little it's always hey let's let's bow our heads and pray before we go to bed and that's that's big a big big impact on my life ever since so awesome all right uh my uh, next question is this what one thing or event has impacted your uh, impacted you the most spiritually um i'll never forget going down to alabama and um i never felt more changed in my life than going down there obviously you can see but <laughs> I'll never forget. It wasn't just how awesome the beach was. It wasn't just And it some, was awesome. Yeah. It wasn't just some ramp that I painted that was pink. You remember that one? I do. But it was it was definitely more. Mm. I felt God mm. out there. So yeah. For me it's uh our mission trip to Denver, Colorado. Especially when the sponsors and youth pastor uh, they washed our feet to mimic what Jesus did to the disciples, and that was a really powerful moment seeing that kind of love for us. So, um, I've had a lot of cool memories throughout Refuge. Um, I think the thing that had the biggest impact on my life, though, is just um, I love to worship. I think I've always found that intimacy with God through music, and just being able to connect with him and praise him that way. And uh, I've been on praise band for six years now. And uh, I, so the past two years, I kind of got to step into this leadership role on the band. And I've just really been able to connect with God through that. 
Um, for me, it would probably be my fifth grade year uh, Think Big trip. Uh, we went to this like small church, a really small group, like only four students. We matched the adults, four, four, so only like eight of us went in total. It was really cool to see like how close we got and how like we got to know each other so so terribly well um, on that trip. And it was it definitely affected me spiritually because you see like in the daily because you see it like at church you can see how that Jesus has affected them and how they live their lives. But to like spend a night, to spend two nights with them to spend like four hours in a car with someone, you get to know them really well. Um, for me, it was always NYC. There was a song that came on, it was called Sinking Deep, and it was the first time that I'd ever heard this song. But getting to worship with 8,000 other teens, I had never felt more close to God, and I made a commitment that day. I was like, I'm going to live my life out for him. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing those moments. Uh, I know that's one of our goals in, in youth ministry is to just try to create environments where students are able to open up their hearts and lives, and sometimes it takes getting away to other places to allow students to have that time to uh, kind of decompress and open up their hearts, so thanks for sharing those with us. Uh, what would you say is your biggest accomplishment in high school, and what is one thing you hope to accomplish in your lifetime? Um, for me, it was volunteering, getting to give back to the community. I volunteered with the Red Cross and a local clothing store, and just getting to meet different people and see different walks of life has always been a big part of what I'm about. And then for the next four years, I would say just getting to invest back into the community and get to meet more people. Passing algebra. That's a good one. Yeah. If only I could have passed algebra. Man. <laughs> um, my first couple years of high school, I think I was kind of struggling to um, just figure out who I was and um, who I wanted to be and kind of like who I was hanging out with. And, um, and then my junior year, I just kind of uh, was thrown a couple uh, different obstacles and I was uh, just able to figure out who I was in Christ and realize that I wasn't going to change for anyone else, and I was a lot more joyful that way, so I consider that a huge accomplishment. And then um, I just hope to make a difference in the people around me. Um, I just want to be the Jesus to everyone that I interact with, so that's my plan. For me, going to state for track my sophomore year, that was a really big accomplishment. And then I hope to graduate college in three years. So that's one thing I want to achieve. We'll be praying for you, Clayton. <laughs> My biggest accomplishment in high school would be uh, being able to have a chapel my sophomore year. And that was big, you know. That was interesting. But, uh, yeah. Then I started to work. I was lucky to find two people that want to start something when I graduate this year. So hopefully I get to catch up with them eventually and they get to get mentored into that. So, What's one thing you hope to accomplish in your lifetime? Oh, in my lifetime. A happy, happy family one day. Nice. Awesome. Uh, who has been the most influential person here at church for you? 
Oh, oh yeah. My two influential people that really came to me this morning was Rebecca Smith. Every every time I come in here, her her hugs, man, they do something to you. They they really do. And not only that, I remember a specific time when I walked in and I had lots of questions and she came up to me and we opened up the Bible and she taught me how to meditate on that and I'll never ever forget what an impact that left on me. And she brought the gospel to life that night. And then Pastor Josh, man, if anybody's a mentor and if anybody has some things to say, he's going to tell you because Josh, he don't lie. He don't play around. And he's told me he ain't playing around. So I have said that a few times. You know, yes. So I don't play. You know, he's a great, great guy. Uh, for me, it's Pastor Josh. We came and visited Refuge a few times in Kid Zone, and it was the old youth pastor then. And then we came in our first day in seventh grade, and there was a new youth pastor. So that was kind of weird. But then as we got to know Pastor Josh throughout the five years, we he, I got really close to him, and he's put a lot of time and effort into us and through just dinner and Making sure we go out of our comfort zone to do things. He's always been there for us. So, um, it's hard to narrow it down to one person. So I'll just name a few if that's okay. I mean, I already mentioned my parents, of course, um, and then just people who really invested in me, like during Kid Zone, even like John and Cheryl Sherwood and Dwayne and Diana Wilson, Fred and Rosie Furston. And people in Refuge, like Josh and Ashley and Rebecca Smith and Angie Payton, just all these wonderful people who have poured into me throughout my whole life, honestly. I've been here since preschool, so there have been so many adults who have invested in my life, and I'm thankful for all of them. Uh, Tony and, like, Rhonda, Barbara, Lois, all the, like, kindergarten, preschool teachers, from first grade, second grade, just quizzing Fred first, yeah, firstons, um, Dave, Barbara, all these, there's so many to name, like I could not name them all, but I think Mark really stuck out to me. Uh, he, he's taught me a lot, and he's just, he's just a great, genuine guy. If you've heard him laugh, you've heard him laugh. Uh, so I guess he, he's really, uh, what we first connected because he took it slow. I'm not a super social person. And he realized that, and he knows he's a social person, so he took it slow, and once we made that connection, it's so easy to talk to him, it's so nice to see him. You know when he's entering a room, because everyone just starts smiling and laughing. So he's really made an impact of like how to interact with people, how to be social, how to really just, I don't know, be Jesus to them. Awesome. Yeah, if you've heard Mark laugh, so is China. So, uh, <laughs> so it's just about everybody, I think, so. There have been so many people that have invested in me, but one in particular has been Ashley. There was a time when I was really considering like what college to go to, and we actually met outside of Refuge, and she really took the time and invested in me, and you have no idea how much I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, only a few more left. Uh, this next one is, what excites you most about the future? Um, 
there's so much, honestly, like where to begin. Um, I think just seeing what God has in store for these next four years and just seeing where he's going to lead. Um, I'm probably most excited about the future of just what I don't know, what's to come, what will be. I know where I'm going to college. I know somewhat of a rough sketch for my life, but there will be so many twists and turns that I just don't know where it will take me. So I'm looking forward to the adventure of it. Cool. Um, I'm excited for the independence. I think it will be a change and it will be, um, I mean, it's nerve-wracking a little bit, but I'm excited for it. Um, I'm also just excited for the opportunities and the growth that can come, especially in my uh, spiritual walk. Freedom! <laughs> Clayton has decided to go a fifth year to high school. You'll see him next year on the stage. Right, Mom and Dad? Right, I got your back. I don't play, remember? Dallas yeah. knows. I don't play. Um, wow, that took me for a loop, dude. Okay, no. My... Uh, I'm, what was the question? I'm excited. What excites you most about the future, Dallas? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Um, so I had lots and lots of vision in my life for the future, and it excites me. My own vision excites me, but I'm really, 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 really excited to see what God does with that vision. Is he going to go over the top? He always does. But I just, what I'm seeing right now, I'm daydreaming. So what I see every day or when I pray at night or when I dream, I see something really cool. But what God sees is beyond cool, you know. So I'm excited to see what he does. Awesome. So. awesome. Uh, last question for you. Uh, what do you hope most for the church in the future? In the future, I, wow, a lot of future questions, but uh, in the future, I uh, hope to see everybody again. I really miss you, you know, and because in the last years and years I've been here, I'll be, I'll be sitting here in the pew and I'll, and I'll look out every once in a while, or we'll be singing and then I'll look back and I'll look in at people and I see adults raising their hands to God, and I see people coming up to the altar, and I see all these wonderful people just praising God together, and they always told me, hey, act your age, and I was like, well, okay, I'll try, and now I see why it's so important to, to set the example, because even as the know-it-all 18-year-old teenager that I am, I, uh, I still need help from adults. So we are watching you, no matter how old you get. We're watching, and it means a lot. So, um, After COVID, everyone wants things to just kind of go back to normal, but for me, I want the church to go to just more than normal. I want them to, go, to grow beyond what they were before and uh, keep going out to the community and serving everyone out there, so... Uh, kind of along the same lines, I think growth is 
super important, and I just hope for like even more diversity and unity as well. Um, I want to see like more partnerships with like other churches, other districts, groups outside of the church area. There are so many resources and people out there that we could share and connect to. Uh, and like the church motto was or is, church for everyone. So I just want to see like open minds reaching out, hands open, and just really embrace the future. Like Hannah said, I would love to see more growth inside the church and outside the church, and also just within the refuge youth group. I would love to see more teams involved through Submerge and KidZone. Just get involved with what we have. Awesome. Hey, well, I just want you to know uh, it's been my honor and privilege to be your youth pastor, and uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break down yet. Um, but I, I I love you guys so much, and uh, it's just been a, a great experience to be able to love you, mentor you, and watch you grow uh, from seventh graders to to seniors. So I, I love you, and I'm proud of you, and I believe you are the future now. So uh, thanks for all you do. Can we give them a round of applause? Awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, I hope that you heard a, heard a lot of hope in those answers. Um, I'm glad that when I ask students who's been their most influential people, who has been, uh, who's impacted them the most in the church, it's not all Pastor Josh. Uh, I'm so glad that the church, that we as a church, uh, surround our students and love them and invest in them. Um, and uh, I believe in you, and I'm, I want you to know that I, I'm thankful for your uh, your time that you serve in all the different ministries that you serve in because you are investing in uh, the lives of, pe of teenagers that uh, believe and look up to you and you impact them. And so uh, even those small conversations in the hallway, even those little interactions, they mean a lot to teenagers. And so uh, I hope that you uh, heard a lot of different names, a lot of different voices. And I, I pray that this morning you leave hope-filled, that you uh, heard a lot of hope for the future, a lot of uh, maturity uh, for these seniors and believe that God's best is just you know, right on our doorstep. And uh, so I'm excited to uh, just celebrate these seniors today. But I'm, I'm thankful for you as a church. I'm thankful for your support and your love and the investment in youth ministry that you allow and, and provide to us. So thank you for doing that. Um, and right now, uh, I want to pray for us, and then I'm going to invite Pastor Brock up to, uh, to close us out. Uh, dear God, thank you for these moments. Thank you for our seniors. God, I thank you for uh, their hearts and the way that you have shaped and molded their minds and their spirits. God, would you just, I pray for their future. Would you bless them? Would you guide them? Would you help them to guard their hearts and minds as they uh, lead a new path of independence? God, would you help them to, to know how to use their freedom uh, in ways that honor you and honor themselves, God? Uh, God, would you help them to learn and grow more about you? Would you help them to push themselves out of their comfort zone, to reach out and to be involved in, in different areas that, uh, that impact the world spiritually? Would you help them to go places? Would you help them to take adventures? Would you help them to push themselves uh, so that they can reach all the people that you have, uh, uh, that you have placed in their path? God, we pray that um, you continue to strengthen their hearts. Would you continue to develop leadership in them? Would you help uh, us as a church, us as a, as a denomination, to see them as leaders now and to help them to, to come alongside us to help lead into the future. 
God, we believe in them and we're proud of them and we are so thankful for all of the blessings that you've bestowed upon us and upon them and their lives. And we give you all the glory and honor and praise this morning. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Oh, senior video, then Pastor Brock will come up. Clayton Michael Ellick Brown, also known as our Bubby, and also formerly known as Clayton Michael Ellick Lowe. That was your original name because your mom and I weren't married when you were born. You were the biggest surprise of our lives. However, there was never a moment from the point I learned of your existence that I was not excited about you. Though there were countless times I was afraid of not knowing what I was doing while trying to be a dad, the happiness of having you as our son has always been abundant. You were the catalyst that helped to save my life, but that was only one of the many purposes for your being. It is clear to me that even though I had no idea what I was doing, God knew what he was doing with you the whole time. And I'm thankful that he has blessed you with faith and a strong fellowship with believers. And I'm thankful to have been able to watch in wonder and amazement as you have grown these last 18 years. I love to watch you run. And I don't just mean physically. They say life is called our walk, and that's why I say that you run. It just went by so fast, and you learn so fast. You are so incredibly smart and talented, you have no idea how much. I have loved to watch you in the different stages of life and how you continually overcome obstacles and pursue the desires of your heart. Even though soon distance will make my joyful observation of you more difficult, I can't wait to witness the explosive growth in your learning, success, and faith. These next few years are going to be different, but I know and pray with gratitude that you are still in good hands. You may have had different names and nicknames, but your true name is God's child. Don't ever forget that. When you venture out, remember to abide in Him. Stay in the Word and talk to Him daily. Clayton, as you run your race that is marked out for you, I pray that you will be able to throw off anything that may slow you down or entangle you, and that you would run with perseverance and you would fix your eyes on Christ alone. I love you, son, and thank God for the excitement you bring to us all. God bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you. Clayton, it seems like for so many years we talked about and looked forward to this day that was still so far in the future. And now that day is here and it seems like it showed up all too quickly. You're all grown up now and ready to move on to your next adventure. We are so proud of you and truly love the person that you have become. A kind person who treats others with respect. A hard worker who always says yes when something is asked of you. A diligent student when you need to be, but also knowing exactly how much work you have to actually do to still keep that A. Instead of focusing on how sad I am that the time of walking in front of you and guiding you behind me is over, I am looking forward to our next phase of walking alongside you and encouraging you as you continue to grow into your own. I love you so much. Happy graduation day. You did it. From the moment we saw your picture, you were forever ours. God had sent us on an incredible treasure hunt, and you are one of our most precious treasures. I remember like it was yesterday, staring up at the night skies, dreaming about you, praying for you, singing to you from so many miles away. The thought of us being under the same stars brought so much comfort to me until we were able to physically be together. For so long, all I could do was just dream about being your mama, 
And then God answered our prayers and you became our dream come true. And you have been every day since. You have been such a shining light in our lives. When you were younger, everywhere we would go, people would stop us and tell us how adorable you were. Believe it or not, you used to love all that attention and keep all those around you entertained for hours. I used to stay awake at night just to watch you sleep. I couldn't believe how good God had blessed us with such an incredible, amazing child like you. It is one of my life's greatest joys to be able to watch you grow into the confident, independent young woman you are today. There is no doubt in my mind you can be and achieve anything your heart desires. With your incredible talent, wisdom, and strong determination, your future is brighter than ever. I can't wait to see what God has in store for you as you continue to seek and follow Him. I love you, Hannah. Jesus be with you wherever you go. Hannah, as you know, I've been crying during these graduation videos for years, knowing that one day this would be me trying to put into words how proud of you we are and try to describe what a privilege it has been to watch you grow up into such an incredible woman. Well, here we are, and as hard as I tried to slow down and appreciate each moment, time still moved too fast. Anyway, here we go. You're amazingly talented, thoughtful, and anyone who has been around you knows that you have a quiet strength and compassion for others. I treasure the moments we've spent together, and many of those revolved around serving together, whether it be in dessert theater, passion play, orchestra, or praise band, among others. I've also enjoyed cheering for you at swim meets, going to your plays and concerts, and being there for you during the ups and downs of life. As you go on to ONU, I pray your personal relationship with Jesus grows as you discover and develop your God-given talents and passions. One bit of advice, I'll have more, don't worry. Don't be afraid to stretch yourself and take advantage of all the opportunities and all of that. These next few years will be some of the best of your life. I can't wait to see what life brings you next, and I am beyond blessed to be your dad. I love you now and forever, Dad. Dearest Kinsley, where do I even start? I am so very proud of you. I can't believe we are at this point in life where you are graduating high school. Time has gone so quickly. I cherish every moment with you in my heart, from rocking you and tucking you in, holding your hand as we walk through the mall and share pretzels, watching you lead the way with your brothers and sister, to your teen years of having late night talks, popcorn and movie nights, long walks and out of town shopping days. I love our weekly time out, getting your favorite iced coffee and grabbing lunch together. Just having one-on-one -on -one time with you is so special. Seeing your smile and hearing your laugh is just priceless. Through the years watching you at your soccer games, swim meets, school dramas, piano recitals, 4-H fairs, and your dance performances are some of the things I cherish. cherish. You are so talented and you always amaze me. I feel so grateful that I had the opportunity to be home with you through homeschool co-op. You are such an amazing daughter who is so generous, kind, smart, confident, and loves Jesus. I'm so thankful and blessed that I am your mom, and I cherish every minute that I get to spend with you. You teach me so much, and I am truly blessed. You are a light that continues to shine. The most important thing I can tell you is always remember to hold on to Jesus. He'll always be holding on to you, and never forget to keep God first, and you will be set for life. No matter what may come your way, He is always the way and the life and the truth. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9 I love you, Kinsley, and I'm so excited to see the doors the Lord opens before you on this new journey. I love you, Mom.
First off, congratulations, Kinsley. I knew this day would come, but did not know it would come so quickly. In looking back over the last 17 years, I'm amazed how far you have come, all of your achievements, and the great memories that were made throughout your childhood. You've always approached challenges with a hard work effort, a good attitude, a positive outlook, and determination, which are a great recipe for success to allow you to go far in life. Your mom and I are so excited to see what life brings you in the next chapter of your life. Always remember that you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, smarter than you think, and loved more than you'll ever know. Whenever you find yourself doubting how far you can go, just remember how far you have already came. Continue to work hard, keep stretching yourself, be confident, be limitless, be fearless, embrace life with passion, and most importantly, always keep your faith in God first in everything you do. We are so proud of you. Congrats, Kins. We love you so much. Congratulations, Derry. Your dad and I are so proud of you. We've watched you grow into a beautiful, hardworking, confident young woman. Our wish for you is to follow your dreams. We want you to work hard, but we want you to also enjoy the journey. Don't be afraid. God has a plan for you and will always be with you. He will never give you more than you can handle. May God bless you on your journey. Your dad and I love you very much and can't wait to see what your future holds. Dallas, Alexander Wilson, what a wonderful blessing you are. You came to us at two weeks old and a great addition to your brother and to our family. 
You were always a very independent little guy who always figured out a way to do something if no one was there right that second to help you. You were always a leader to your older brother, Dakota, and took the lead in most everything you boys did together. Dakota was so patient with you and let you be there for him. You are the best brothers, best friends, and always get along so well. You always loved church little on up and would be so social. At church dinners years ago, you would talk to the older folks across the room as well as the little ones your age. Growing up, you were always enjoying your Sunday school classes, your Wednesday night church nights, and your church camps and mission trips that you were able to attend. You loved your times as counselor for the younger kids during the summers. You have always loved your Lord and Savior. At Tremont High School, you held a chapel one year trying to bring others to Christ. You led this all on your own, and we were so proud of you. You are a very strong young man with great courage. You love to talk about God to others and share with others. You have always enjoyed speaking at you have enjoyed speaking at Man Church and to the, our congregation on occasion during your high school years. We hope and pray your light will continue to shine for Jesus as you graduate from Tremont High School and work this summer building decks. Later this fall, you are hoping to go to MTI and to pursue welding. We wish you God's blessings on everything you plan to do. We love you so much and look forward to seeing what God has in store for you in the years ahead. There will be, there will be victory here. There will be, there will be victory here. There will be, there will be victory. Lyric, my miracle baby, you are my first love. After 10 years of infertility, the most marvelous surprise. Your arrival changed everything in my life, and indeed, the world. Although you may appear to be shy, it doesn't take long for you to reveal that you are a beautiful blend of sweetness, smart, stubbornness, humor, and sass. I don't know where you get that from. You're mama's girl through and through, unless papa's around. You helped me learn how to share my daddy's girl status. Your love for family is one of my favorite things about you. The enemies worked hard to take you out a few times along the way, but anyone who meets you can quickly see that you clearly are a driven, hard worker who has a powerful God-given anointing on your life. You have been through so much in your short 17 years, and the adversity has only served to make you more deeply rooted in who you are and grow your faith strong. Baby girl, I am so proud of you and all that you have accomplished. Your diploma 
and your associate's degree before you're 18 years old. It's amazing that God gave you to me. I am so excited for your Olivet experience. Look out, Olivet. Here she comes. It's a different world out there. Always remember, don't let the world define who you are. You are kind, intelligent, beautiful, strong, and honest. Shine, baby, shine. Since I couldn't get you to write this for me, this is what I came up with. I am so proud of you. First, I want to thank you for how much you helped your mom and I out this last year when she couldn't drive. I know you were probably sick of constantly driving your brothers to and from school, basketball games, and track meets. You also chauffeured your mom around for her daily errands. We couldn't have done it without your help. And on top of that, I didn't hear you complain about it once. I have watched you and been in awe over the years how you continually strive to make yourself a better person. You constantly amaze me with your strong work ethic and maturity beyond your years. I can see that you already have a heart for God. I can see it when you sing and I can see it by the way you treat others. You're always seeking God first in everything you do and I can't wait to see what he has in store for you. When you head off to Olivet this fall, our house will definitely be different without our Emma Lou. I love you. To say we were blessed with her birth is an understatement. When I first laid eyes on my beautiful brown-eyed girl, of course I knew immediately that I was forever and eternally in love with her, but I never dreamed what an impact she'd have in our lives, in my life especially. She is a dream, a gift, a treasure. She is graceful, thoughtful, loyal, and wise. She is an eloquent author and has an extraordinary ear for music. She is a goal setter, a list maker. She's not afraid to think deeply about life. She is competitive, loves to tease her brothers, and is so incredibly funny. She is happiest when her nose is stuck in a good book, when she's climbing trees, cuddling her cats, or eating ice cream. I am my happiest whenever I'm with her. She just gets me, and I just get her. She is my sanity in the midst of chaos, and she is my ray of sunshine. She radiates light wherever she walks, and that's because she's given her heart to Jesus and walks with him every day. I can't tell you what an incredible gift that is. I will miss our, our singing sessions, silly car rides, and shopping trips. I will miss watching her lead worship on Sundays and being curled up next to her on the couch. I love you so much, Emma. Being your mom has been my greatest joy. Josh and 
Jake for the video and to all of our graduates. Thank you so much. Uh, congratulations. Uh, thank you all for being here today. Um, Kim is with me. Uh, my kids are watching, my mom and my sister, friends from all over uh, online today, and all of you in this sacred uh, sanctuary. Uh, please uh, stay with me to the end here. I have about 10 minutes before I start. So, thank you. so uh, here we go. Uh, I grew up a southern boy from South Carolina. Uh, I pastored and grew churches in North Carolina and South Carolina. Uh, God clearly called us and led us to live in the Midwest. I never thought that would happen, but it did. And I became pastor of Pekin First Nazarene and this wonderful congregation. Our first Sunday together here was July 26, 2006, uh, Kim's birthday. I was 45 and had pastored three churches prior to coming here. Uh, I pastored here now for 14 years and 10 months, uh, more than double any of the time all the 18 pastors before me. Uh, it has been so much fun, uh, rich, spirit-filled. Uh, we together have grown a great church, uh, and we have grown together in Christ. Uh, I assumed I would be here a lot longer maybe even finish my ministry here. But the Lord has opened a door that has become apparent to me and Kim that he wants us to walk through. Uh, the Board of General Superintendents of the Church of the Nazarene and the District Advisory Committee of the Northwestern Illinois District has chosen and appointed me as District Superintendent. I have accepted uh, this challenging appointment overseeing uh, 53 Nazarene churches in 32 counties across our area. Uh, I will become the district superintendent on July the 1st, 2021, following uh, Scott Sherwood, a member of Pekin First here, who was named the president of the Nazarene Bible College on April 8th. So uh, what does that mean uh, for PFN? Uh, first, logistics, and then the why. Um, I will preach at PFN uh, the next five weeks through June the 20th, uh, and then we'll continue to give oversight to PFN and the PFN network, uh, supporting that all, all through the summer as we seek a new lead pastor. Uh, Sunday, June the 27th through Labor Day Sunday, there will be a transition plan that will be happening. You will have great preaching from our well-equipped pastoral team, and that will be a stabilizing for all of us. Uh, as a district superintendent, I will be in charge, in an amazing, rare thing, of leading our wise church board through a positive and prayerful and spirit-led process of finding our next lead pastor. I guess you can pick your own successor. <laughs> so we will um, evaluate the current strengths and weaknesses of the whole ministry and determine what our needs are and the kind of next leader that we need to have for PFN and the PFN network as we move forward. Uh, the church board has confirmed that all of the pastoral staff, all the support staff of PFN, Southside Community and Summit, will continue in their ministry roles through the transition and the election of a new leader here. Uh, no one is losing their job. Uh, no one is asked to resign uh, until the time to work together with pastor and determine God's direction for our church. 
Kim, Pastor Kim, will continue as worship pastor uh, through August as well. So here's uh, some information that you should know because uh, a lot of us get freaked out, including me, uh, about pastoral changes. God has blessed PFN so much across the years. He has always sent great leaders and pastors to this church. I'm number 19 in the 93-year history of our church, and there have been a lot of great leaders and pastors. Uh, Over the last 28 years, you've only had three pastors. That's remarkable. There was Jim Cramer. He was a beloved pastor here. Many people said, nobody can replace Pastor Cramer. Then Greg Mason. Very few knew Greg Mason when he you began to talk to him about being the pastor here. And God opened the door, and Greg became an outstanding leader for uh, People First. We all love Pastor Mason. Again, no one can replace Pastor Mason. And then me, Lloyd Brock, accent and all. Not one person here knew me. I had never, I had never even met the DS who called me for an interview uh, to Pekin. I'd never heard of Pekin. We came here to visit, and God put us together. I mean, it has been, one of my friends said, like a hand in a glove. We have had historic growth. Uh, thousands of salvations. Hundreds of new Nazarene members. Amazing giving and ministry development, and really some of the best relationships of our lives during this time, right? Well, this time of transition will be no different. God's favor is upon this church. All praise to God. All of us will trust in God's plan. He has a plan for all of us. If he has a plan for me and Kim and a calling for us, he has a calling and a plan for this church. He has a calling and a plan and a purpose for you personally. Yes, you. Now, some say, well, you know, pastor, people leave the church when you get a new pastor. Well, I wonder why. I mean, no one's worshiping me, right? I mean, Jesus is the only one who gets worshiped. You're not here for me, right? Only Jesus gets worshiped, and he's not going anywhere. Amen. So why, Pastor Brock? Don't you want to be our pastor anymore? Don't you love us? I know in my heart, that no pastor could have been more loved than me. I mean, this church, this, these people mean everything to me. Somebody said this morning, how are you doing today? And I said, I'm grieving. For 35 years, I've had a church family just like this, a group to, to, to lead a church. You know, this is the hardest part. I love this place. I love you. You know I love you. That will not uh, change at all. I'm a part of this place. We have been through so much together. We have pointed each other to Jesus. I have preached my heart out every single week. Many times, many Sundays, I'd say to Kim, you know, I think this is the most important sermon I've ever preached. I hope you felt that. Uh, tried to preach God's word. Uh, I always used to say, I just wanted to walk around in this room. 
and I think it has. We studied together. I've written, I've written more notes, <laughs> uh, study notes that you've been able to keep for all across these years, and God has gone, done great things. When I came here, I was 45 years old. Tomorrow, I'll be 60. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, I have always prayed that God would use me to influence others for Jesus everywhere that I went. It's really what I call my personal culture. The passion that just comes out of me that I have sought to be incredibly faithful to Jesus. These days, we've been praying a lot about our last season of ministry. Turning 60 is kind of freaking me out. So I've been saying, what does God want us to do? Uh, what is the maximum kingdom impact uh, for us uh, together? And how can we most effectively impact the kingdom of God? Uh, I think we could stay here and finish well. But I felt like God was asking me, you going to stay here? Pastor, keep making a difference here. Or I have a challenge for you, an open door. One day in January, Kim and I were praying together. And through our conversation, we began to, to cry, like hard crying. Ugly crying. Because we knew that our, in that time with God that day, we knew that God was saying there's going to be a change. And that whatever that was going to look like, I had no idea what it would be. Uh, but whatever he wanted, that's what I wanted. Uh, we know the huge blessings that he's given to us. I mean, no pastor, couple, could have had a better experience in leading churches than we've had. Uh, it's just been incredible. And honestly, the whole time, I've been so anti-DS. Like, I did not want to be a DS. Many of you know that. But God changed my mind. He got into my heart, and he said, will you? And I said, yes. It is what I hope for and expect of all of us. When he's nudging you or pounding you, <laughs> say yes. Say yes to Jesus. We've sung a lot. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree, and my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. So we're saying yes. We hope you're saying yes. So what can you do? Well, let's pray for the church. Let's pray for our staff. Let's pray for our church board. And I hope you'll pray for me and Kim. Pray that in all the different areas, PFN, Southside Summit, and our district churches, that our best days are ahead. Let's believe that the best leader in the history of PFN is coming. We don't know who that is yet, but he or she is coming. And God knows, and will reveal it to us. Some of you have said, well, you're not really leaving. Uh, we're probably going to live in Pekin. But we...
we will transition, and we have to leave space for a new person to be loved like you've loved me, to be loyal to them the way that you've loved and been loyal to us. That person will need all the love and support that you have given to me. Now, normally, here's how it goes. Normally, a pastor kind of resigns. Some people get upset. Maybe you're upset today. Sometimes people get mad. Uh, I'm sorry about all that. Uh, Sometimes people leave and go somewhere else until we find a new leader. But listen, I want to tell you something. If we can grow a church like this in Pekin, Illinois, in Tazewell County, I mean, there's a lot of challenge in Pekin and in Tazewell. And we built one of the greatest churches. So if we can do that, we can do anything. We are a great church. We are unified as the people of God. And we can decide. Here's what you decide. You do your part. You be faithful. I'll do my part as the DS. And God will get us where we need to be. And that will be an incredible miracle that we will see accomplished by the hand of God. Not, I hope it turns out okay. Don't say that. You know that God is good, and God is great, and we're going to have a great God moment because we serve an awesome and mighty God. Now, you are welcome uh, to talk about this. It hadn't been a secret since, like, Wednesday. Uh, You can talk to our board members, our staff. uh, All of them know. They know what's happening. Uh, Talk with our board, questions, clarifications, whatever. But don't get wrapped up in hearsay or negativity or social media. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't talk about it, right? So let's talk to Jesus. Let's honor Jesus. Let's love Jesus. So many times you've heard me say at the end of a prayer, I love you, Jesus. Amen. Sing this. I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you, O my soul, rejoice, make joy, my King, in what you a sweet, sweet sound in